When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. He's been shot six times. Halloweenies. He's been burned alive. Halloweenies. He's lost his head. Halloweenies. Michael Myers can't and won't be stopped, which is why he returns this October. In anticipation, the Consequence Podcast Network presents Halloweenies, a limited series that carves out one Halloween movie a month, leading all the way up to the October 19th release of David Gordon Green and Danny McBride's new movie. You'll get tricks. You'll get treats. You'll get Michael. Tune in for the night we came home. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with an audio interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Wherever you're listening from today, go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now to keep up with these interviews. And please do leave a rating and a review as well. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest is Jenny Lewis. We get to talk about her new music and what news I can get out of her about the upcoming album. We'll also talk about her sideband, Nice as Fuck, how Rilo Kylie exists in an alternate universe, and uh, Rilo Kylie's song, Portions for Foxes, making the 100 greatest songs of the century so far. There's also news on an acid tongue documentary, some discussion about Gary Shandling, Van Halen, and aging as well. There's actually a lot going on in this interview. It's a lot of fun. It's Kyle Meredith with Jenny Lewis. So I'm going to close my eyes mm-hmm. while we talk. Okay. So I can pretend we're on the radio. So pretend we're on the radio and we're on the phone. because You I'm, prefer doing interviews on the phone. You know what? It's this paper right here. And I figured this out, by the way. It must be... Um, it must be a manners type of thing because I feel like when I'm talking with someone, I need to make the eye contact and all that. And when I'm in person, I can't uh, look at my paper as much as I like Don't to. Don't worry about it. My eyes are closed. <laughs> Your eyes are closed. All right. Well, anyway, so last time you were here, 
uh, we were we were there was a there was an after party. Uh, Kevin Ratterman works with My Morning Jacket a lot. Yeah, and I saw you, but you were wearing a horse head mask, and that's uh, I was. You were wearing a horse head mask. That can't be the first time you've done that. You look so natural doing it. I don't know what it, you're so. saying, but <laughs> I'm not into that sort of thing. But I I don't recall. I I do recall doing a duet uh-huh. with the dude from Cage the Elephant. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Do you remember that? I don't remember. Because they must were have sort been. of spontaneous. Yeah, they kept it re- like um, going the whole time. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, Jim was also there. Jim James uh-huh. playing saxophone for a long time. He ripped the sax, ripped it for like I had, that was like a thirty-minute solo. Yeah, and then Matt and I sang a song that he wrote. This that was a legendary night. It's it's all recorded apparently every what? every time they've done oh, that. That's right. They have a th- yeah. It was all recorded, but I don't remember the horse. <laughs> <laughs> mask there was just yeah it was it was a horse i don't know the story of it when i walked in because you and i had done an, a quick interview beforehand and i walked in and i was like oh because of the outfit you were or whatever it was like there's jenny lewis now in a uh yeah. horse mask whatever i was probably sipping that uh reposado <laughs> these are the days of our lives <laughs> <laughs> my favorite soap is that is that the one that was the one mm. like on and off where, where you'd come in five years later it's like right. the same thing is going on the same story same i remember characters. getting pulled into all my children when i was like 12 i would watch like gary shandling tracy Ullman, all my children wow all my children is the wild card and that that was pack. the one got sucked into it because you don't think you'll ever get sucked into a soap opera until you watch like three episodes and then you're in then you're in did you see the gary shandling documentary first part so good. So I'm, I haven't done the second part yet, so I don't know how it ends. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. No, He's no, the dead. first part was fantastic. It was, yeah. Oh, man. So uh, really inspiring. The mentor part of it, I don't know if you've gotten there yet, but he's, like, mm-hmm. always, like, mentored other comics. and. Well, especially coming from, you know, the Apatow eyes, you know, the voice, the narrative of it. You kind of get that from the beginning, so. But yeah. Apatow's so grateful oh, and yeah. reverent, and it's so nice to see that relationship when it works, right? Because when it doesn't work, it's like the master, the movie. Uh huh. Um, but that also works. Yeah. But that's such like an interesting dynamic: the mentor and the mentee. It's and the-, the mentee often or always surpasses the mentor. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's just nice that somebody's waving the flag, the uh, the Gary Shandling flag. You know, it's. I don't know that the. I don't know. You know. I mean, somebody had to make that. I don't know that it would have been made if it hadn't been for Apatow. He so. defined that kind of style of TV comedy show. Oh yeah, right. It's like responsible yeah. for. Did you office. have it? I, I, I'm t- totally asking the LA question here. Did you have? Did, did you know him at all? Was there any run-ins in your careers? No, but yeah. I think Ryan Adams uh-huh. was friends with him, mm-hmm. and maybe he even like jammed at Pac Sam. There's always weird <laughs> people jamming at Pac Sam, like Johnny Depp, yeah, who I've never met either. I don't get the call when the celebs are over. Not there. when that's happening. No. But you have been there. At PacSam. <clears throat> yes. Is that where you're working right now? Is that where you're recording? Uh, no, I did the Voyager mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And um, we did a little bit for that, for this record at PAX. Yeah. But then we went over to Capitol and recorded there in Studio B. Ooh. Legendary. Studio. Legendary Capitol, yeah. Is Ryan still a part of it, or was it just that little part there? Um, No, he's not, but... 
Yeah, I'm mixing with Sean Everett. Right. So Sean Everett mm-hmm. is a great mixer and producer, and he uh, recorded the War on Drugs record gotcha. and mixed it and mixed the Alabama Shakes record and really has helped me understand the album that I'm making. And it's been so many people have mentored the album. Uh, and Sean is kind of like the last link in the chain to help me get it done and what, get it out there. What's 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 the issue? I mean, to, to realize the record. Well, it's just, it's taken a minute. Just some shit happened. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My mom passed away in on Friday the 13th in October and that was sort of like in you know so uh, things just kind of rolled out as life happens life happens yeah and uh, I've had this album you know throughout the whole process and it's like evolved and become a version of itself that I'm really uh, I'm really proud of yeah I I don't want to go I don't mean to take it to the dark place if you don't want to but but that was that was sort of part of the story of the last record too, wasn't it? Was was your your father? My ex boyfriend mm-hmm. said to me when I started making this record, he's like, "Just be sure when you start talking about this record that you don't say that it was you were you wrote it in the hardest period of your life." He's like, "Because you say that every single time." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, maybe it's true. <laughs> Whatever." Because the hardest period is always when you're right. Yeah. No, I'm, so, I'm sorry yes, to hear that. It was yeah. I'm, so, I'm really no, sorry to hear that. No, it, it, I think just art cycles, mm. and so does you know, just growing up. Right, right. Well, I, I did get to hear a few of the songs, of course, on stage a minute ago. I, I don't know if that's represented the full album or not. Uh, obviously, I'm only getting those a small slice. It, it does seem like a mellow record, if that's fair. Uh, the songs I heard. I wouldn't say mellow. Yeah. Definitely not like spiritually mellow. Well, again, first listens, I'm never really able to. Always pick up on everything. You're just trying to, and it's live, and I was side stage on top of that. So it's like, well, and it's new songs in a festival set before people know them, which is always like a tricky thing to do because you just want to play all your new shit because you think it's the dopest shit. But like, no one really wants to hear new songs in a live setting. I mean, I was able to sing along with, I don't remember now, but I was able to sing along with one of them by the end of it. So that was, that's always nice. And there was something about South by Southwest, too. Oh, yeah. There, uh, there's a song called Party Clown that's a, Faustian tale about South by Southwest. Uh, your own tale or someone else's? It's it's everyone's tale. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're just chasing our own tales. Because that's not... Endlessly. Yeah, that's a mess over I'm ta- there. I'm so. chasing ta- tales. I'm chasing tales. Tail. I'm trying tales. to figure out what that means. Tail. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> chasing tail is so, different than chasing tales. I'm chasing... <laughs> that should be my epitaph. Yeah. Uh, chasing tales. Chasing tales. <laughs> 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 Always on there. So uh, mellow, I don't, I wouldn't say mellow. Okay, all right. But I'm deep in it. I don't know how to. I'll figure out when I get there. No, and you didn't know I should. Hear you. that shit. I would love to get it out there, and I will. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, does on the line mean anything for this record? Is that something? Yeah, I've seen the hashtag around. There's a phone on stage. I think there's something in the pic. One of the pictures I too. That hashtag. You, well. Is it for any reason? Am I sleuthing here, or just uh, is this a Sometimes dead end? Sometimes I just start shit from my Twitter, just for my own, uh-huh. to like help the process along. So yeah, I was the one that made the online <laughs> hashtag. There, there aren't many retweets. But. <laughs> well, when we're looking to grasp at anything, suddenly it's like it's a clue, and there's a phone on stage. Right. You're messing with our heads. I wish someone had called me up there tonight. That would have been so nice. <laughs> 
Is is it what is that a rotary phone? Can someone? Yeah, I I collect phones. I have for years. Yeah. Just like at antique malls, I get rotary phones. So I was like, oh, that maybe I'll just bring them on stage because they're just sitting in my house. And I, I do have a landline, so I use one of them. Still listed in the phone book? Uh, hope not. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll quit reaching here for the new album uh, as much until we can actually hear it. But I, I do want to ask about a, a few of the other things. So the most recent thing, of course, we heard from you was Nice as Fuck. It puts you back in a band environment. Um, I mean, well, sure I don't know if that's, that's fair to say because you have a band in your solo life. But did that was that different? Was that? Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Because Tennessee is one of my best friends. Mm. And uh, it, it happened really naturally and sweetly. I moved to New York and she had a shop in the East Village called the Deep End Club. Mm-hmm. And I would just go there every day and hang out with her and just kind of loiter in her shop. And she's a great drummer, and her dad is also a great drummer, Pete Thomas. Mm-hmm. He plays with uh, Elvis Costello, mm-hmm. has for many years. And so I kind of schemed a plan with Pete, her dad, to get her playing drums again because she had kind of taken a little break. So we set up a flat drum kit for her in her shop, and I got a mic, and then we asked our friend Erica to come and play bass with us, and we were just a shop band and just kind of jamming in her shop, and then like people would wander in and like try to buy a T-shirt. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> but- uh, so, yeah, but then, you know, it was like a fully democratic uh, band experience, you know. Well, I, I'm going to use awesome. that word. You said democratic because you made your live debut during the Republican National Convention, the RNC. I think it was on Colbert. At least that's the first time we saw you. And I thought... Well, our first uh, actual show... So we wrote a bunch of songs in the shop. Mm-hmm. And then my friend Matt Ward, M. Ward, mm-hmm. was in town. And I was like, come by the Deep End Club. And so he came over to just see us and say what's up and saw us play our little pieces of songs. And he's like... I want you to open up for me on tour this summer or like in the like three months from then. And uh, so because Matt asked us, we had to get our shit together to make a record <laughs> and have stuff to play yeah. on tour opening. for. So we opened for Matt, but we we made a pact to only play on the floor. So NAF always set up on the floor of the venue with the crowd around us oh, wow. and the crowd on the stage. Yeah. So opening for Matt, he let us set up on the floor and... Uh, yeah, pretty fun. That's cool. Well, yeah, then, I, but that's yeah, what I was thinking is, oh, here they are, a band born out of an era. And I guess I was tying that more to the uh, the Colbert show and all that stuff. And I don't know. I, I just started looking at it, and, and the timelines worked out with so many different things. I mean, beyond the, um, you know, the nicest fuck you put you in a band, I thought, you know, according to whatever notes I'm finding online, Rello Kylie's turning 20, which is the last band. And I don't know if that 20 means anything at this point or if that's really the date or anything like that 20 yeah 20, that means a lot 98 that's crazy yeah you you're the timekeeper i didn't know i like I anniversaries Ninety. let me take so 98 time is somewhat irrelevant in art it will, or it's non-linear yeah we time travel a lot yeah you know i mean that's sort of a different thing altogether but like R- rilo kylie is happening right now simultaneously <laughs> on yeah. another in sure. another zone Someone else in the, in the other simulation or the other level of <laughs> right, the game. Right, right. It's still happening. It's still happening. Or it's rehappening or something like that. But twenty years is a long time. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know the significance except that I'm like forty two now. <laughs> well, there's a, such an accolade 42. that came out of that. Yeah, because uh, Rolling Stone just named "Portion for Foxes" one of the greatest songs 
of the century. Why do you think I played it today? I heard it. Well, I didn't know that you always. I don't know that you always no. played or not. No, I saw. I saw that thing. Someone tweeted it at yeah. me, and I was like, "Damn, that's so cool!" So we learned it. I haven't really played that too much. I played it once with Blake from Rilo Kylie at Coachella. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, what is that? The news comes through. Does again, lists are list, and you know, and, and whatever. But you know, There's not much activity over there. It's like I see it if it comes in. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, in, in the world that we play in, the sandbox that we play in, rock and roll, yes. and the canon of rock and roll and the history and how we lift songs up, how we put songs on pedestals, artists on pedestals, this is talked about Y'all in like that sense. Fucking yeah, Y'all we love like, like lists. lists. You know what I mean? Like, people want to, like, make a list, and it's, like, very tidy. Yeah. This is the best of the best. But I'm but sure you've got your light songs. In the attic? Light in the Attic. Just, uh, you know, records that weren't recognized mm-hmm. that are... Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome! Like you're talking about the record label that puts yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, yeah just okay. those yeah. reissues. Mm-hmm. Where like this genius record, no right. one heard it in 1973, but here you go, hipsters. <laughs> Enjoy. We you go eat hipsters. it up. It's like Ted Lucas. We're like yes, yes. So I do, and I I do so appreciate being on a list. That's yeah. So very nice. Yeah, it's a hell of a song. It's still a great song. I thought it would feel young, like the angsty. You know, like that. But it really works for anything. It doesn't have to be like a romantic yeah. thing. Because I'm always rethinking when I'm performing stuff, like what it means. Oh, yeah. you got to find the thing that like still is honest or something. And they change. Yeah. So that is surprisingly, it, it felt like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I will bring up one more for the timekeeper then. Because uh, you said uh, Costello, it was 10 years ago that you and Costello traded... Traded Licks. You were on his record. He was on Acid Tongue. Acid Tongue Turns in. And what a great record that is because I got to go back and I sort of just wanted to know what you remembered about, about that because you, you see Fernando sounded great. It was like this looser, cool record with the idea of Silver Lake at its peak. The Brooklyn of the, the West Coast. You know, it was a thing happening. Yes, it was. And we were living in Silver Lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, it was a really, really fun record to make, and I shot a documentary. Uh, or not a doc, we just, like, shot everything we recorded. So I have this documentary that I actually screened before my tour mm-hmm. during the Acid Tongue era. Like, that was the opening act, the making of the record. But it was, like, too soon to see the making of the record and then, like, watch the band play. <laughs> Well, it's a nice concept. I get it. Yeah, it's a cool but it, concept. I feel like now is it's more interesting to watch something that's ten years old. Yeah. So I'm hoping to um, put that out uh, at the ten year mark, which is soon, right? It's it's yeah, it's soon. When it's, is it? Like I don't. Do you know? I didn't. You do know that. all this. I didn't I do that know. far. You know? No, I didn't. I What's got the date, sir. <laughs> August twenty fourth. I don't know. When are we? <laughs> when are we? What is when today? Are we? Right now. Uh, right now, uh, Rilo Kylie is playing in our backyard <laughs> forever right and ever. Right now, it's a Van Halen song. It's a I like I like that song. I that song gets shit on a lot. Wait, which one? Right now. Oh, why does right that... now? Hey, that sounds great. That's it's great. Nothing wrong with that song. Yeah, I won't tell that to anybody else. I, I guess Van Halen people, like, but why fucking yeah, Van Halen? There's like way worse shit out there. There's that. Van Halen's great. <laughs> I mean, there's the Gary Sharon record. You can hear it. Poor Gary Sharon. Um, Gary Sharon? He was the third Van Halen singer. The late 90s one. That's the one you hate on. 
Oh, is that the song? No, no, that's 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 still the second one. But there was another singer. It, I don't know what this. This is not going to make the airing. This is why <laughs> people want to hear this. They probably do. They don't want to hear boring. No, dates. we'll keep it. No offense. <laughs> well, there went my entire thread. No, I do find myself on tour and playing festivals where people like to talk about tour dates and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the only conversation that happens is like, and then I was down and. Houston, and then we went up to, and then you're just like, oh god, please. I try not to ask. I don't that care one. No. where I'm going. You know what I found interesting outside because it was uh, a lot of times in these uh, the bands don't get the mix; they don't know each other, or it's too hot, and they all stay in their trailers, or whatever. But it was uh, the folks from the War on Drugs and His Golden Messenger and Phil I, Cook. Uh, Phil Cook was out there. Yeah, I saw so Phil. So cool. Yeah, Phil's got a new single out, new record, I guess. Oh, but, uh, he's great. But they were all out there, and. Uh, and uh, and Adam from War on Drugs walks up and and he's talking with uh, the lead singer. He's called Messenger. I'm dropping his name. It's, it's initials. But he first thing he says like, "Hey man, so when are you gonna make a new record?" And I thought, "Man, that's the questions I ask." And they're asking that, and I don't feel so bad now because I always feel like I'm, you know, it's like oh, it's the music talk. But it's what I always appreciate about you because the last time we talked, you sort of. Uh, Spilled the beans. No, surely. No, you're you're good about pushing me away from the usual. We were talking about, and I don't think we ever finished this. About what happens in your late 30s when you sort of go a little bit crazy. You sort of... What happens in your early 40s when you are still going <laughs> a little crazy? I'm, you're only a couple... You're a few years ahead of me. You're only three or four years ahead of me. So it's... Uh, I, I always... I, I'm asking you. You know, that's that's what I was doing. I was, I was like, what, what what's going to happen to me <laughs> in like three years? <laughs> I would say one thing. The road narrows. It's a riddle? No, no, it's just, it just narrows. There are, like, less things that work. It's like you, I think, have to be on somewhat of a spiritual quest in order to be happy, right? Like, I feel like alcohol, like, stuff works, but it doesn't, like, fully work. So you got to be in the mode of, like, working on shit. How's it going? Helping out a little bit, just a little bit. Is this too hippy-dippy? No, it's not at all, because what I was thinking is, you know, you've got a... um, you know, you're in, you're in sort of a lifestyle that allows you time, I guess. There's a luxury of time. What you do with that time is sort of up to you because there's a lot of waiting around. And, and I don't know, you know, there's the between albums thing where you're not on tour. You know, what are you doing with your, your personal life? Oh, no. How are you doing Just to make you feel, feel better, you know? What are you? <laughs> no discipline. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at, though. I mean, I, I see what you mean, because, you know, if, if you've only got so many choices, those, it, to me, it would seem like those are the moments that you get to Well, and I think the road narrows the older you get, and you just, you know, you kind of have to deal with stuff, right? I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know you that know? you're right when I get there. You know, and, and at this point, you'll see. sure. <laughs> I trust see. you. All right. I can't wait to hear the actual studio versions of this record. I really can't. I'm looking so forward to it. I won't call it mellow, okay? I won't call it mellow. Until you hear it, and then if you think it's mellow, that's cool. It's unfair. I just heard some songs up there. I shouldn't I mean, it's not like sleep. You know, it's not like metal. I see that I've I've struck a nerve with the word mellow. No! (laughs) (laughs) Shit, maybe it is fucking mellow. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is, Kyle. What's wrong with it? Yeah, what's wrong with mellow? Right. If it's a good song, it's a good song, right? Yeah, what's my problem with mellow? What's your problem with Why mellow? Why am I insecure about mellow? Yeah, what are you afraid of? It's like, oh, what a nice mellow record this is. I think it's easier to rock, and like, it's easier. It's like a go-to thing to rock because you can like fill 
the space with noise and sure. like at a festival especially like you rock 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 but we did one song today from rabbit for coat that song happy mm-hmm. so mellow so mellow and yeah. i feel like it was such a nice respite yeah but it is difficult as a live performing artist just to like a live performer that sounds so pretentious <laughs> just playing shows it to balance like the mellow with the rockers i mean it worked out there i have a hang up about it <laughs> you gotta it struck a nerve We'll see. We'll see when it gets here. I mean, I don't think Party Clown is mellow, but... <laughs> I mean... Well, since you don't know or the won't tell me when this will be out, I'll know when it happens. That's fine. You yeah. know, so, so that's cool. All right. That's it. We're good. Bye. I got nothing else. A big old thanks to Jenny Lewis for that conversation right there. Very much looking forward to the new record. Uh, don't forget, subscribe to Consequence of Sound's YouTube channel to keep up with your favorite artists and interviews. Uh, for you podcast fans, iTunes, Podchaser, or wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, go ahead and leave a rating and a review as well. And then head over to WFPK.org. That's where you'll hear me do a show every Monday through Thursday from noon to 3 Eastern. You'll also find some bonus episodes of this series over there as well. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.